Arturo, so they're actually moving Godzilla vs. Kong to March. Wait, like, so it, they are moving it up? Yeah, like it was It was originally like, uh, it, so we just got like a whole bunch of like delays, but like the one good date moving, because uh, it was originally supposed to come out in like May 20 something, I think. Oh but, yeah, that's um, right, like closer to summer. So now they're gonna, yes. so this is one of the films that is gonna drop exact um, the exact same day on HBO Max as it does in whatever theaters are open, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, because um, they, it was actually like kind of, there was actually like a lot of a lot of controversy surrounding it because from the company itself. So like when, uh, when Warner Brothers announced all that HBO Max shit, uh, they actually it was reported that they didn't tell any of the people so like so I, it, it explains some of the filmmaker responses you know what i mean like but at the same time well at the same time it's still the property <laughs> of warner brothers so like right you know warner brothers owns it so they don't really have right. to tell them anything technically um right I, I, right yeah Whatever. And the, like, no, the, the confusion came in because Legendary Pictures, uh, they actually put up like 75% of the movie's budget. Like, <laughs> so, so they were like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, they're like, yo, what's going on? So, you know, they, they were actually like, before that, there was a report that Netflix wanted to buy it for like 250 mil. So when they put a price tag on it and Warner Brothers was like, no, we're, they shut that down. And then they announced the HBO Max thing that made Legendary a little mad. But um, so they ended up, you know, they ended up coming to agreement on a deal. And a couple of days after that, then they announced that it's not releasing in May. It's now releasing March 26th, I believe. Yeah. On HBO Max and in theaters, whatever, you know, whatever two theaters are open here. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but that's that's a little kind of weird. No, like Legendary was looking for money, obviously. Right. Well, yeah. To yeah. kind of break even. But then like what in return that like. So I'm curious how much money Warner Brothers, you know, coughed up because if they well, have an earlier yeah. release and they must have fucking given them, you know, a huge a chunk of cash. We're like, Listen, we'll give you this money. This movie looks like trash anyway, all right? So <laughs> we're just going to throw it right out there. Dude, and, uh, dude, and no, I'll let no these kidding. See it. Yeah, no right? No kidding, because, yeah. like, legit, we didn't even see any footage. Like, okay, so we're recording this. By the time we get to the next episode, we'll have seen it already. But, like, but by the time we're, we're – at the time we're recording this, they announced the trailers on the way and gave us, like, our – like, the first real poster for it. But like this yeah. shit's been in development for like <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm dying like, to know been... how Kong gets to the city. You know, um, yeah, right? You know, I'm not even sure. Can he swim? Can he hold his breath underwater like that? I, you know, they they have to explain that. They have to explain. Does how, he get brought like, over by Jack Black again? You know, <laughs> um. <laughs> is he <laughs> is he fucking in a cage like meet? Uh, was it Mighty Joe Young style? I know. Was it Meet Joe Young? It, well, I forget what it was, but um, yeah. Oh wait, 
No, it's Meet Joe Black, right? But then it's and Mighty then Joe Mighty Young. Joe Young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, then they have to explain how, like, why he's so damn big now. Because, like, in Kong Skull Island... He wasn't like, that yeah. big in Kong Skull Island. Um, I don't think yeah. he was as big as Godzilla in comparison to the... But, so, but like, like, that's the thing. That's the greatest question. Is it going to keep following the same physics as Skull Island? Because, as you mentioned, it's definitely an upgrade in size if this is what we deem the size is now in this poster, right? Because all we see on the poster is the the fucking Kong guy in like in the city, right? He's looking like a mm-hmm, rampage mm-hmm. video game pretty much, right? And <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you see um you know the scales and shit of Godzilla in the water, right? You don't see Godzilla right. standing up technically. So we still don't know that face to face height, you know? Is it like yes. a you know a Diesel Shawn Michaels kind of thing? You know what I mean? <laughs> We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, that that tells you, you know, which one of them is going to win. You know what I mean? Like, who's the underdog here? Listen, who's the one we're going to be rooting for? You know? Sweet chip music I'm, all day, baby. You know? Yeah, because, like, legit, I'm rooting for Kong in this situation. Godzilla suck. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla, like, you know what it is it, with the movies? And we haven't gotten totally in depth with all the movies. And we will at some point because I did watch a bunch of Godzilla. Um, But, uh. It, it's they didn't give Godzilla that baby face personality. You know what I mean? Where, uh, um, yeah. Because even like when you go back to the old school shit, like Godzilla is looked upon as like a hero. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh, like, you know, here's Godzilla. He's coming to save us. Yeah, he's going to destroy Matt Ship, But, you know, he's he's going to, you know, he's the lesser of the evils pretty much. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's usually yeah. like, you know, and King of the Monsters tried that. They tried the whole, like it is like the, or Godzilla too, where they were like, let them fight. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> they, they definitely took the lesser of the evils kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, concept that I was just talking about and, and took it like, and they try to ground it too much. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. So, so you never knew if Godzilla actually kind of like if, if he was down with the humans, you know, like you right. don't know that in those movies. So I'm curious because in Kong Skull Island, you had a relationship like a, like a real relationship between uh, Kong and the and the humans there on the land. So, um, yeah, I'm just curious to see what's up. I'm curious. I'm very curious to see how he got to the city, though, because he yeah. was very content. On Skull Island. Yeah, because, like, and it's been years since Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island was, what, 70-something? And, you know, assuming this new one's going to take place in, like, 2020-something. Oh, that's uh, right. So- that's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. I completely forgot about that. The years, it was legit like uh in the past skull island so that's what i'm saying like and in the years it grew super huge and somehow made it to a city so like it, it it's probably some human shit they're gonna like, be like yeah Kong deforestation like the- and the fucking melting of the <laughs> of the uh of the icebergs led fucking skull island to touch the tip of manhattan you know what fuck it it's it's giant <laughs> monsters he shows up and like, he's like whoa he's looking at the statue of liberty not knowing where the fuck he is. <laughs> and he's like, ain't this some shit? And then, you know, Dude, he goes oh. crazy because he's, you know, he's a stranger. And then a Godzilla comes through. And be like, yo, yeah, like, what, are, what are you doing here, man? You know, it's something like that, you know? 
And then, you know, then a third thing comes around and they team up against it because, you know, it's not going to be like exactly because that's eventually what's yeah. going to happen. It's going to be yeah. one of those Batman versus Superman scenarios. So it's like a dawn of <laughs> justice for the monsters. You know? Save Mothra. Save Mothra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be. It, it, yeah, Mothra. Listen, if they're that clever, I'm down. <laughs> If they are that clever, I am down, right? Because it's Warner Brothers, you know. They can fucking, yeah, fuck for it. sure, like, throw in some fucking jabs at Batman versus Superman. They fucking own the shit, right? Yeah, man. Save save Mothra, dude. Fuck you know it. what? You know, it'd be uh, great. It'd be dope if they have a movie poster with Godzilla and Kong just wearing, like, the Batman and Superman getups. You know? <laughs> so, so, but, like, who would be Batman? Who would be Superman? You know? Uh, Shit, that's right. I guess, I would guess Kong. Kong would, would be, be Batman? Which? Batman? Yeah, you think so? I would say, yeah, because, like, so, okay, like, breaking it down, like, Kong uses gadgets and shit. Like, you know. Yeah, because Skull he throws Island, shit he around, you that. know what I mean? Because he doesn't have yeah. fire breath and shit. Makes sense. Yeah. And but, Godzilla has, like, the the new, like, the superpowers. Godzilla has the breath. Godzilla has, like, you know. True, fucking, but, but Godzilla's, like, that brooding dark one, though. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, there you go. It's man. It's Batman versus Superman, Superman. That's right. It's, it's fucking the- Zack Snyder universe, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So that makes total sense. And and their mothers are both named Martha. So. Yeah, save Mothra. Listen. Save Mothra. It might sound like an episode of Robot Chicken, but I'm totally down for it. <laughs> and uh, um, welcome, folks, to episode 54 of the official Court Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me, as always this evening, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's up? Howdy, everybody. How are you doing, Arturo? I'm doing good, man. I definitely want to see this uh, this Godzilla versus uh Kong movie, Dot of Monsters, right? Yeah, yeah, Dot of Monsters. Dot of Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, this looks this is a great idea. We need money now for this. Somebody has to make it. Where's the asylum studios at, right? Because we need something like this right now. Dude, uh, imagine imagine if Godzilla fucking like birds a bat signal and fucking Kong's chest or something with the breath. Or like I mean, like, like I said, <laughs> they own the intellectual property, so it's totally on board. Right. Um and I would uh I'd buy that for a dollar for sure, one hundred percent. Absolutely. And you know what else I'd buy for a dollar? The second annual Toe Tag Awards. It's been a fucking heck of a year, man. It's been a crazy year. Yes. Um, it started nice and dandy um, with some trash movies here and there and some great ones sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. And then it just fucking crashed and burned. Yeah. Oh, man. What the fuck? Total, total unprecedented fucking crash and burn there. Like, it was legit. Like, I, you know, we legit lost an entire year in terms of just progress <laughs> like, yeah like, like yeah, as a society yeah. in general you know what i mean like not only is it entertainment did we lose but like as a fucking society like, we're just we just got we're done we're done like, yeah the, the <laughs> only thing we can really do is uh is move forward you know but we always right. have to look back and remember the the year that was 2020 and uh the second annual toe tag awards is you know it it's at first, I was like, what are we doing this year? You know, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Because some shit came out. We were able to see some yeah. good content, right? Yeah, it wasn't like, and, and it wasn't all content lost. needs to be celebrated. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It, was, it, it, it wasn't all a fucking sham, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't all a wash. We got some 
uh, really good shit on streaming. We got some, we were able to see some good shit in the big screen before it all went kaput, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see a, an emergence of a, of a director that we have to keep an eye on. We saw some shitty movies as well. A yes. lot of shitty movies. Yes. Uh, but all in all, man, 2020 is definitely a year that um, kind of at least delivered um, in terms of what we kind of we're looking for here yeah we didn't get halloween kills you know um which uh would have ended up on a bunch of categories probably um but it'll probably be part of the third annual toe tag awards we didn't get spiral we didn't get candy man we didn't get a lot of shit right but um we're pretty sure to get a bunch of that stuff this year so it's gonna be exciting but at least 2020 gave us some things we can look back and uh, and be like you know what that shit was kind of cool. So first, let's get the, you know, the smaller ones out of the way. The streaming category. You know, we had a lot of cool stuff streaming, man. We had a lot of cool shit. And we spoke about it here on uh, on the morgue. We had Bly Manor out there, right? We had mm-hmm. uh, we had Hubie Halloween out there. We had um, an immense amount of, of, of stuff on streaming. The platform uh, that we saw earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um Dude, ugh, I can't even remember, but I know Netflix definitely did their thing and they provide content, um, especially towards the end of the year. And we did definitely appreciated that. We were kind of talking about having a toss up over here um, because honestly, we remember two things vividly that came out in streaming. And one of them was Bly Manor and the other was Hubie Halloween. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like two completely different things. Like... Way, completely like, different things completely different experiences tones everything but like it, they were the boast of, like the, the boast they were the best of like both little categories we were thinking about you know we were we were trying to like yeah like you were saying we had so much good stuff on streaming but we were like what hit the hardest you know and i, I don't know Arturo, how did how did, and, how did you approach this right like and it wasn't really what hit the hardest but what entertained me the most right um bly manor was was really good and we've spoken about this in the past in the archives go check that out but it wasn't entertaining you know it was a good story you know that uh that kind of captivated you, but being captivated and entertained in terms of a movie is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, Hubie Halloween was just fucking fun. You know, it was an entertaining movie. Um, Adam Sandler brought back, uh, you know, some of his uh, his MVPs. You know, Buscemi was in there, mm-hmm. um, who, who played his neighbor. Um, Sandler himself brought back his uh, like like. You know, when Sandler does his like little wonky personalities like Hubie was because Hubie legit is like a mix of like fucking what, like Waterboy and like Little Nicky or some shit. Yeah, he's, you know, it's like a it's like an older Waterboy or like, yes. a, yeah, because yeah, like Waterboy for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the vibe. Well, that's the vibe I got. I, I know when we were talking about it, we were like, "Yeah, it's definitely just Waterboy." Because he, it's you know, he's Bobby Boucher, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but he's like, you know, and he's competent and like all this shit, and like, you know. But that's the thing. We were talking about how Adam Sandler, like, yeah, it's his goofy side again, but also, you know, he's taking it seriously. It's it's a complete one eighty from like the the Adam Sandler we get in like Grown Ups and in fucking. Uh, Uncut gems. 
<laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he did uncut gems, but then, like, he also brought those acting chops back. Like, I guess, like, I guess he got used to performing again. Like, maybe he got yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like, you can tell. I agree. Like, um, I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, I, for one, lost my taste of um with, with Adam Sandler for a while, you know, with Grown Ups and stuff. I honestly never seen Grown Ups before. And, like, that... You know, when he did, which one was it? It was that one with um, that uh, Judd Apatow movie. Uh, um, funny People? Was it Funny People? Where yeah, he had like, uh, you know, the cancer. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was cancer. Funny yeah. yeah. So after Funny People, he had this kind of this phase where I was like, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I wasn't really digging the grown ups and stuff like that. But then Hubie Halloween legit reminded me why i enjoyed adam sandler back in the 90s it was that kind of movie uh and i'm glad adam sandler rekindled his love of acting because you can see you know he's he's playing one of those kind of goofy characters that only um adam sandler can actually bring to life and and he did it successfully the movie was entertaining and it was one of those like underdog kind of baby face murder mystery kind of things um and it was fun honestly it was fun by manner was really good in terms of storytelling but um an entertainment man you know it was a little slow there yeah you know, halloween mean, fucking brought it dude which one are we gonna watch again so you know I, there dude, you go I, I, legit hubie halloween will probably be in my rotation this halloween yeah a best stream should be one that you can you'd want to stream a bunch so there you go yeah yeah absolutely hubie halloween takes the toe tag uh, for a uh, best uh, stream mm-hmm. for uh, 2020. So congratulations, Hubie Halloween, M. Sandler and company. Good job on that. And let's stay with that streaming vibe and let's go with um, uh, the best sequel slash remake of 2020. Um, yes. And in, in this category, we had uh, several movies that were released on streaming. We had that new craft movie. We had yeah. the remake of The Witches. What else did we have? Man, we wrote it down somewhere, but it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's the other thing. Like, we did have a bunch of sequels and remakes, but it, it, it really didn't matter. Because, like, there's it. it's not like Hubie Halloween and Blight Manor where we were kind of torn between two. Like, we kind of, we both just immediately settled on, like, the winner. So, like, you know. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it, it wasn't even, like, a second thought or even up for debate. We uh, The Witches is uh mm-hmm. the best remake of the year just because of how how different it looks you know what i mean yes. um and it hi- and it hits different you have a black protagonist this time you have a black grandmother as well it wasn't like some lame shit where they snuck in like you know like a white grandmother and like a fucking you know black little kid you know <laughs> uh, because hollywood would fucking do that you know what i mean yeah because uh, you know families uh, yeah. can come in all shapes and sizes and colors but exactly like, a lot but of the time Glad they had Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they had Octavia Spencer play the grandma. I'm glad they had that kid who's who who was awesome as well in, in Christmas Chronicles too. Yeah, um, uh, he, so good for him. He's appearing in those. You know, get that Netflix money, dude. Yeah, Enjoy you that know, shit. I'm like, he's one of those kids where like he's gonna keep popping up. Watch, like I'm thinking, right? Yeah, dude, like, he, like he's he's really good. He's he's actually pretty darn good at acting at his age he makes it feel believable like he's always in that moment and like whatever scene he is um, yeah. he feels like a genuine kind of um of a character of every time you see him on screen so uh, good for him 
and good for Anne Hathaway uh, doing her own take on um, on the um, yes. on the High Witch, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and it's a completely different take than what we've seen from the awesome um, Angelica Houston. Yes. From what year was that movie from? I think it was like what late eighties or early nineties, right? Yeah, it was like 82, 83, some shit like that. It was it was mad early, but yeah, like, so. Um, yeah, that just so there's main differences. I don't want to get too in depth because we did that on an episode. You can always go back to it. And um, it's just they are portrayed completely different where Angelica Houston is wearing a mask pretty much to hide her real true face. And Hathaway's character is doesn't wear a mask, but just kind of has these appendages that that look like claws and stuff like mm-hmm. that and her mm-hmm. mouth widens up and it's just a very different performance that has to be accomplished in order to portray that version of the High Witch in comparison to Angelica Houston's character which I think we both agreed had a lot of help because of the makeup, you know? Yes. Um, and that one in itself, credit to Angelica Houston, um, needed a different kind of performance because of the makeup. Um, it, it was easier accentuating her performance because of it. Um, and Hathaway d- did her own thing. I think it was pretty dope. Um, I like the fact that they, um, followed more of the books description of the witches, which, uh, um, you know, made them have talons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, again, I'm glad they, you know, are, sprinkling some color in these remakes and these movies nowadays uh, because it's needed and as you can see like the story doesn't really change because of it you know Mm -hmm. um it kind of becomes better because of the quality of acting that is actually in the movie so um so good job to the witches um we both enjoyed it. I know my kids enjoyed it. They saw mm-hmm. it a, a whole bunch of times. They love the soundtrack to that movie. Um, so kudos to that. Yeah. And uh, the 2020 toe tag for uh, best remake goes to the witches, folks. Go enjoy it. HBO Max. Yes. It's on there forever. Unlike Wonder Woman. <laughs> I know. Wonder Woman. <laughs> I think Wonder Woman is going to be gone by the time like they hear this. The 20 or- On the 28th. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. By the time they get this, or yeah, by the time you listen, Wonder Woman's either gone or like going. So. But go back to episode fifty-three <laughs> of the morgue and and check out um uh you know our little review of of Wonder Woman eighty-four. Um. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, folks. Um. Best kill. Mm, okay. Um, yes. You see, this is where twenty twenty kind of. Stuck a wrench in the plans big time. You know, obviously, <laughs> yeah. it stuck a wrench in everyone's plans. But yeah. in terms of kills, obviously, we were going to get some movies like Candyman, like Spiral, like Halloween Kills, like Antlers. Yeah. You know, that we were going to see some. Yeah. It, it would have been a good year for kills. You know. Yeah, and, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and um, I think we would have seen some pretty cool shit in 2020 in terms of uh, new innovative kills, especially in Spiral. I'm dying to I'm dude I'm dying to fucking watch that movie now. Um I, like I lost interest for a while but 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 just being that it's 2021 now and we're talking about it. Yeah. I'm like shit. I'm like and we're talking about the kills and we know it's a saw story. Now I'm dying to find out yeah, what exactly it's I, about. I feel the same way like without derailing the conversation too much. It's uh you know now that we know some stuff's already just hitting streaming, like some stuff's just going on demand and all that stuff, like the door's open, right? The floodgates open. Like, let's just, if it's not hitting this year, I highly doubt, like, that. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of delays to, like, October and stuff, you know, as they keep trying to hold out. 
Like, but uh, eventually they are just gonna be like, "Fuck it, just drop it." We've had these, we've, been, <laughs> we've been sitting on this movie for two years. <laughs> I know, and you know, um, uh, the winner of this category of best kills, we spoke about it just recently, um, uh, on our last episode, and I think it benefited from a actual theatrical release, which was it was out in theaters actually for a little while before it hit VOD, and the winner of best kills for 2020 is Freaky. Um, yes. We spoke about it in episode 53, where we go in depth on s- s- some of the kills that we saw in there. And just off the bat, we spoke about uh, the first kill of the movie, which is where Vince Vaughn's killer character shoves a-, a wine bottle down someone's throat and smashes the bottle while it's in the throat. And then the bottle kind of just, uh, you know, erupts inside the throat and you see the, the glass come out. That's yes. just... That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. That alone, honestly, is like, whoa. Yeah. That's 2020 right that, there. <laughs> that, that first scene, that first scene is so, like, just good in terms of just pure brutality and kills and inventive kills, too. Like, you, you, you when you think about it, you get, like, the toilet seat kill, you get, like, the tennis racket, the wine bottle, the, I think there's a hook at one point. And it never lets up from that either. Like, you could point to any of the kills in that movie and be like, damn, that, that's a good one. Like, because then there's yeah. a chainsaw later. And then there's like yeah. a, you know, a there's a like, racket, <laughs> a chainsaw, right? There's a bunch of shit, man. It's just, there's uh, a, uh, what was it? it? It is fun. And that's the thing, like, in a year where we had basically no kills, we had some cool deaths. Um, I remember. Yeah, like, um. I was thinking about uh, the kills in um, an Invisible Man, um, uh, especially the, those two um, uh, throat slit scenes. Uh, the one with her sister in the restaurant. Yes, right? yes, that that was that, one. That, yes, that was awesome. And then the, the the you know the end of the movie pretty much as well. You know. Yeah, uh, like those those are cool, but they weren't like yeah. But when you exactly when you put that against Freaky, we're like no, like clearly one wins over the other. You know exactly. Even, Freaky yeah. had yeah. Freaky had the legit horror kills, you know. Yes. Um, uh, Invisible Man had the legit, you know, grounded kills. Yeah. yeah and, um, yeah. you know, and, and in terms of just general deaths, uh, remember Underwater? Underwater had some cool yes. ones, you know, where, like, people yes. were just blowing yeah. up under pressure. And, like, you know. Dude. Yeah. Like, like just real quick, just uh, a quick talk about Underwater. Just <laughs> the first five minutes of that movie, dude. Oh, yeah. It's like a white knuckle fucking thrill ride is... Like, wild. Like, I remember watching that in theaters and just being absolutely fucking captivated. And I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty ballsy to start a movie like this because where else are you going to go? You know, you can't, like, just give me all this fucking thrill and suspense and keep me here. You know, like, I'm going to crash at some point. But the movie actually managed to keep you at yeah. a steady kind of, you know, suspense level. Um, yeah, like, it, you know, it had its dips here and there, but it did a good job to always pick you back up it, uh, when you did start dipping down. Yeah, so, and um, that one's yeah. also and on HBO Max. Yeah. So there you go. See, there's another yep. one in HBO Max. Great monster <laughs> design too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Great monster design, great underwater camera work and shit. Like, it's, uh, it's very very scary shit too when they're walking under the water it's 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 well done it's yeah well done. like surprisingly honorable, well done honorable if we had a toe tag for best monster I, i'd probably yeah throw oh just, dude yeah. absolutely 100 percent, man especially in 2020 you know when it's like we you know we've discussed this already where it's like we're, we're out of choices but uh, it, i think it'd still be up there 
So, you know, good good stuff streaming. See, there's another one that's just like, yeah, yeah. You now you can watch on HBO. There you go. Round there's the- a bunch of them now, right? Yes. Um, but uh, there is one, one in particular that you must avoid at all costs. <laughs> and uh, I believe it's on Hulu still, unfortunately. Hulu should kind of like ban it or something. Um, and, and that movie is The Lodge. Oh, my God, Tex. Um I remember hearing about The Lodge, and there was, like, this little subtle hype behind it. Like, oh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's good shit, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. But then it got delayed. And yeah. I'm like, huh, yeah. interesting. A-, a delay either kind of, you know, bums you out or-, or-, or piques your interest even more. It piqued my interest a little bit more. Right. And then it piqued my interest more when it kept getting delayed. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm good off this. And then, you know what? I was right to be good off that because when I saw that movie on Hulu, um, it was not good. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. Um, yeah. And we actually did an episode of that. And and to this date, I think it's our least heard episode <sighs> yeah. of the more. You know, I didn't want to. Now, listen, I, I have to put it out there. Yeah, I have to put it out there. I was like, I was going to pull the producer move and just be like, I don't know if I want us to say it, but you're right, no, Arturo. Like, it. like it, it's, they should know. Yeah. They saw the name The Lodge. They're like, you know what? Uh, I don't want any part of this, man. And you know what? Uh, we saw it, so you guys don't have to. All right. Right. Um, yeah. It's uh, it, the movie fucking sucked, dude. It, it sucked. It was very underwhelming. Um, it um, it was sold as this kind of what was it? It, it was so sold like a it, yeah yeah. It, it's like a it, it's like a, a purgatory kind of yeah. vibe. Like it's one of those movies where it, it's a it. It sells itself as like like you're saying like a like a psychological thriller type of horror. Yeah, you know. Then it then it branches it, you know, and it introduces the religious stuff. So you're like, oh, maybe it's gonna get into like weird spiritual horror because that, that yeah, some demonic shit, dude. Yeah, and like you know, so you're expecting like something. You're expecting a shoe to drop. Yeah, you know? like not not only like are you expecting the other shoe, you're expecting the first one to be put down. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> and, and and it never comes. It never arrives. Even with like the even with the finale, which we do talk about in the episode. If you, I don't blame yeah. you. I don't blame anybody if nobody wants to go back to it because you know it is winning this award for a reason. So <laughs> very anticlimactic too. Yeah, I, I even like I vaguely remember what happened at the end, but like I'm still wondering like why it happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was um, it was not good. So, it was not good, and you know what? We should not stop. You know, we shouldn't continue speaking. Yeah. About so, movie, congratulations, right? The Lodge. You you've won. You the are the song. worst movie <laughs> in the year. That is absolutely the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, good job on that Lodge. <laughs> good job on that Lodge. You did it. You somehow you fucking did it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um. Somehow. I don't know how that was possible, but yeah, you you were worse than 2020 because legit fucking 2020 was up for that worst flick as well because it was this whole the, the whole entire year was like a bad fucking movie. Yeah, right? yeah, but the lodge somehow beat it. You're congratulations. Legit, tw- like I told Tex, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna vote 2020 as worst movie of the year. <laughs> but, but, but then I was like, you know what? The Lodge was worse. Yeah. Yeah, because we did we did have a like, behind-the-scenes discussion about it. Because we were like, there are some bad movies that we didn't like. We didn't like Craft Legacy. We didn't like... Oh, yeah. um, oh. oh, you're right about Craft Legacy. 
That one uh, still hurts. <laughs> there, that's what I'm saying, and I can't even bring up the other ones because I'm forgetting. Like I'm forgetting the other bad movies we've seen. But like, oh, like the turning was bad. Yeah, the turning. Um, we Gretel and Hansel was underwhelming. Yeah, uh, the Grudge was disappointing. But those are like you know? those were forgettable, terrible. Like those were legit. Yeah. Like like when we were talking about it, we're like, oh shit, those movies did come out in 2020. But like the one, the <laughs> yeah, one, <laughs> but the one we got stuck on was the lodge. So you know, congratulations, you are dishonored. You are out of here. Or just I go find that artsy shit somewhere else. I guess go find that audience. Oh, man, but like it wasn't even it wasn't even artsy. Fucking, <laughs> at least throw some color on it. Like yeah, just like uh, the color from out of space. You know yeah um, where it was all fucking weird and lovecraftian because it was a lovecraftian story but it was just weird and they threw some color on it it's like here you go you're right because so you, like color out of space wasn't good but at least it was yeah. weird right yeah at least it was weird i'm like oh <laughs> shit look at those colors man you know you know and then you can get super inebriated and yeah. fucking be like, oh the, the colors man the colors <laughs> You, you can you can legit act like fucking Nick Cage, you know. Word, You'll dude. be all right. Oh man. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So worst flick, twenty twenty, The Lodge. Fuck off. Um, yeah. Let's, so with let's that talk said, about too. Good shit. Yeah. Let's. We're <laughs> yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about um, one good shit before we go back to a bad shit, um, and then we wrap it up with some good shit. So um, best performance. Um, yes. We, again, because of 2020, unfortunately, we were not able to see as many of the performances that we wanted to see. Uh, but one legit stands out, you know, like a fucking a shining diamond in like a fucking yeah. black dark room or whatever you want to fucking phrase it. But um, Elizabeth Moss uh, is the clear cut winner um, of the best performance of 2020 from the movie Invisible Man. And her performance is akin to a Tony Collette performance, I would say, from Hereditary. Mm, yes. Um, just because of the emotional roller coaster this woman goes through um, and how she successfully, unlike Tony Collette, <laughs> she successfully <laughs> it comes out on top. Uh, Yo, um, no but, shit, yeah. dude. <laughs> Yo, poor Tony Collette. <laughs> yeah if she's in a movie it's going downhill like just... oh man but you know but but you gotta st stick to it because it's a fucking glorious flaming trash can usually Yo, you know of problems that just oh my god anyways um back on track with elizabeth moss um her performance in um in invisible man was absolutely fucking awesome yeah um, i was i was lucky enough to see some uh, behind the scenes footage at some point just browsing through the net and and looking through, uh, you know, for news and shit. And the Invisible Man, it was actually um, not when it was in, in, in the suit, but when he, the character itself was invisible. It was legit a guy in like a fucking yeah. a green suit, you know. And and as she was just acting with this dude in a fucking green suit the entire time. And being able to just do that with a non existing physical character in front of you to that can actually show emotion is absolutely wild yeah like she yeah she basically pulls double duty like she yeah, she pulls time. like she pulls not only her performance but like his performance too like she like as cecilia casts like she she goes down such a fucking like she's going such a downward spiral because it's like you see her slowly breaking apart through this thing and she's literally the movie 
you know, without yeah. like without her, like, we'll, we're, we're talking about the movie in a second. But like with, without her, like she she's the movie. And if she was off even like a fraction or or for some reason, like she had the she had the job of making an invisible room seem scary. And like if mm-hmm. she, if she was only off by like a little bit or like something about it seemed false, we'd be yeah, like, yeah, it would have the whole thing all yes. been fucked. Yes, absolutely. 100 percent. Um, And and that is why she deserves uh, some recognition. And I hope come time for uh some official goals from Hollywood. I hope they kind of you know, <sighs> no shit. recognize that, you know, and no shit. nominate, you know? Yeah. Cause like a nomination. Cause horror usually doesn't make it, but like in a year like this, like why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah, I'll like, take a nomination. And then, and then when she wins it, she should be like, yo, I want to share this with Tony Collette. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> you know? got robbed for hereditary. That still stinks. Yeah. Dude. Big time. She got, she got robbed for hereditary. She got robbed for fucking Krampus. Yeah. She got robbed for like, you know, for six cents. Yeah. You know? She totally collected. Um, yeah, robbed. She, she's like, the best. Yeah. But, but, uh, but, but uh, Elizabeth yeah, Moss, is, Moss was the best. She, she's yes. also the best. Like, uh, you know, before we move on, we had some other, you know, we had some other actors in this category too, like Vince Vaughn and Freaky, but he actually shared it with, um, oh man, I'm blanking on her name right now. But they they kind of shared that that reward, like they kind of shared that yeah, nominee. Agreed. They, yeah, because they they had to play off of each other's characters a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, and they had to translate each other's characters in different genders too, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, and they did a good job of that. But for sure, it was teamwork to kind of you know um, uh, mimic and imitate one another Absolutely. successfully. You know, and then yeah. uh, then there's uh, L. Lorraine who uh, we talked about in Bad Hair, uh, who yeah. who is kind of like she was kind of a, just a surprise in the fact that like yeah. oh like I wouldn't mind yeah, good s- debut you know. Yeah, like I, I think she'd kill it. Like if she just decides to keep doing horror, because like I, I want to see more. I want to see more of her. But even with all that, like head and shoulders, like it's still it's another one of the witches yeah. situations where it's like there's, and, there's um, only really one winner. Like and Danny from uh, uh, Bly Manor was good too. Oh yes, there yeah. you go. Like, yeah, she was good too. Um, she was she was a close second, but then like Elizabeth Moss just kind of yeah. ran away with it after that. that. That's kind she of hit the, the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> she hit the NOS button, dude. That was done. She was like, <laughs> time time to be fast and furious. It was that was it, dude. Like it was you're right. Like it there were a few that definitely put in some strong performances, but like, you know, I feel like even in a, a big year, we you know, she'd have to go up against like Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff like that but like i think i i think she probably still would have won it like honestly yeah honestly um in terms of just um of just the kind of performance that it had to be Mm -hmm. because of the story that alone just puts her in the the category you know what i mean yeah um so with the other releases that we were supposed to get um, who knows what kind of performances it would have seen, but I seriously doubt it would have been as good as what uh, Miss Moss pulled out in Invisible Man. Yeah, I kind of want to uh, see her do more horror. I wonder what. Yeah, you know. she's dude. She's she's the next Tony Collette. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And with that yeah. being said, let's just fucking stick with it since we're still talking about Invisible Man. Yeah, so pretty much, uh, 
Invisible Man, uh, great fucking flick. We honestly cannot talk enough about this flick, and we do talk a lot about it. Go back to the archives; it's all there. Um, and 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 we sprinkle it in ever since ever since that movie came out. We've just been sprinkling it in ever in almost every cast, yeah, um, up until this point. Um, that's how much we actually enjoy this movie, and that's how much we both agreed on how um, well deserved it is for it to be the best movie of 2020 um in the horror genre other people will probably not agree um i have seen some talk out there some crazy talk honestly because it's fucking if you don't like this movie here's fucking crazy talk all right Uh, Um, yeah i don't yeah well i i don't see how that's yeah i'm just like i'm trying to put it together in my mind like who why wouldn't you like it? Like, I guess if you, somebody like, online was like, oh, um, uh, oh, it's a terrible remake. I'm like, but what are you comparing it to? <laughs> the first one's terrible. Like, Invisible you know Man's I mean? a, a dumb story. Like, come it's on. It's a dumb story. What, you compare it to Hollow Man? <laughs> like, you compare it to Kevin Bacon's penis flopping around in fucking oh, 3D, like, oh muscle my, form? Yeah, my God. Oh, Hollow You know? Man. That was... That was traumatizing. That's how I still remember. <laughs> I also right? remember Hollow Man. Like I get, yeah, like dude. I'm like, oh my god, Kevin Bacon, you are such a fucking dirty person. God, yeah, <laughs> like I- Invisible Man. We've talked about it a lot for for good reason. Like it's one of those movies that, like, even now, a year away from it, I'm I'm still like, damn, that part was good. That part was good. She was good there. Like, you know, and you know, it's got everything. It's got some kills in it. It's got, like, uh, just suspense. It's got that emotional shit, too, that you want. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, got a little bit of everything sprinkled in. And it's it does a great job um, of keeping the tension. It does a great job of injecting the horror in it, whatever it needs to. Yeah. Um, they do very good work with the camera. They, they do very good work and those kind of jump scares, you know, yeah. because in your mind also, you're like, you're with, you know, Elizabeth Moss and you're like, oh my God, because you see her looking at that corner and you're like, holy shit, she sees the fucking guy. She, he's fucking there, you know, <laughs> and, and you're in her head too. You're like, oh my God, he's fucking there. What's he going to do? He's just standing there and you see her throughout the movie just kind of looking into corners and knowing he's there. Um, and it's just fucking, it's fantastic. It's great. Um, and they do a very good job of that. And the best director of 2020, um, is the director of, of Invisible Man. Uh, yeah. Lee Wino. Yes. Lee Wino, Lee Wino. Um, yeah, I don't know how to uh, say it either, but good on him. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the fucking guy from Saw who was fucking trapped in a room with Carrie Elwes, you know what I mean? uh, It's the fucking photographer, dude. Yes. Who would have thought, right? Yes. Like, uh, like, like, fucking kudos, man. Dude, it's his directorial debut, too, like, on top of everything. He's, He's been writing for years, but, like, to come out with that, it was, like, such a distinct vision, you know? And it's kind of like, damn, like, what else you got? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, dude. Like, like, legit. It, it was, yes, it was very well executed, man, and that's hard to do, dude. Um, especially a story like this where it could have gone sideways real quick if yes. the performances weren't on point, if the camera work wasn't on point, if the tension that you've tried and built throughout the movie um, collapses, you know, you're done, you know? Dude, um, like, re- did a, yeah. yeah, remember the opening scene? Oh, dude, from, from the... 
again, just like underwater, you know, from the jump, you're like put in this position. You're like, oh, my God, because you um, already kind of you side with her already. Right. Because yes. if she's getting away from this guy the way she is, he must be a bad fucking guy. You know what I mean? So off, so off the bat, you're like, holy shit, girl, get the fuck out of there. Be careful. Don't fucking free the fuck the dog. Leave the dog alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, just, just go. You know, you're with her 100% because you, um, she does a great job in in her performance, and as well as the director does a great job to directing that sequence enough to kind of like already make you side with her. You know what I mean? Um, it does a good job of also just putting you in that space where you're like, holy shit, dude, this is the way this is. Um, I can't imagine the rest of the movie. Dude, her kicking the dog bowl was probably my biggest jump of like 2020. Yeah. Like dude. <laughs> when, she, when she kicks that dog bowl and it's the first like loud sound in the movie, I was like, oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and then when the car alarm goes off too. Yes, dude. Like, and you're like, that fucking dog. <laughs> it's like that's you're right because Lewinell, uh he uses invisible space like he uses negative space to like always always keep us on our toes too and like yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Moss is the movie but you're right like she wouldn't have been as strong without the frame around it supporting it you know because like exactly if the outside world wasn't sinister enough you know like then why would she be scared of like, we'd be like, why is she scared of that chair? But because of the whole package put together, you're like, Oh fuck. Is he in that chair? Like, you're like, yeah, "Yeah." like it's, it's so, it's just so smart. And like from just conception on like, and yeah, directing performance. And I, I think like, uh, right. The, the final category, are we just going to, uh, we're gonna cap that one off. Um. Well, let's see. We have a um a two more left in this year's uh, second annual toe tags. Um, Invisible Man, as you just heard, folks, um, is the big winner. But uh, we have two more categories left. One of them is for best music of the year. Um, we really don't talk too much about music because uh, music is very what's that word? Subjective. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't like to talk too much about certain stuff. Um, I do talk about stuff here and there when I feel it's like, you know, it's needed. Um, but um, why don't you give a listen to uh, Def Heaven's uh, um, studio recorded live album. They um, It's called 10 Years Gone. Def Heaven is uh, a band from San Francisco who who who, who dabble um, in what they call black gaze, which is a mix of uh, black metal with shoegaze with some very, some new wave stuff going on sometimes. And they just, uh, they're just fucking great, man. It, it's hard for people to get into it. This is why I don't talk a lot about it because it's hard to get into like black metal kind of sounding music, but it's my favorite shit. And they were supposed to be out on tour in 2020 um, for their 10 year anniversary, um, which uh, obviously because of the pandemic, they couldn't. They decided to record the whole entire set live in the studio. And it sounds absolutely fucking killer. Um, I can't stop listening to it. Um, just go check it out on any one of your um you know, music streaming services. Uh, it's called 10 Years Gone from Deaf Heaven. Mm. Check it out. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try and throw in some music a bit more this year here and there if there is any good shit to talk about. Um, but, yeah, but uh, the final category of this year's Toe Tags um, is the the Eulogy Award. Yes. Um, last year, it went to um, good old Sid Haig 
um, for his portrayal of Captain Spaulding and his other endeavors in the horror genre. Um, but it, it, Captain Spaulding's character is so iconic now that I think it even transcends like Rob Zombie himself, honestly. Yeah. Um, that is the character you remember from the zombie movies um, and from that era of horror. You remember Captain Spaulding and his fucking chicken, right? <laughs> yeah, because um, Rob Zombie yeah. legit made a horror icon. And, you know, yeah, it's because of Sid Egg. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he took um, a B-movie horror actor and made him into a horror icon. And, uh, and, and it sucks that he passed away because – he was the main part from Three from Hell, which people seem to love that fucking episode. Um, <laughs> they love me bashing Three from Hell so much. It's great. Um, but yeah, so th- that was our last year's uh, a eulogy award. Uh, this year's eulogy award um, pretty much goes out to the fallen movie theaters, man. Um, yeah. We lost uh, – um, that was honestly a big part of, uh, of my life. It was going to the movie theater. Um, and talking about, about new movies with you guys and absorbing this in a big theatrical cinema, um, you know, environment. Um, but that was ripped away from us folks here. And I, and I know if you're listening to my voice right now, you are one of the folks that are also very hurt that uh, theaters are yeah. in some capacity kind of gone depending on where you are. You know, I know here in New York City, um, they are for sure you can save you can see fucking – uh, you know, weeds rolling around in movie theaters now, you know, like yeah. in the fucking Westerns and shit, because they've been empty since March. Dude, um, so one yeah. one near me, like, closed down. They, like, they... they R.I.P., man. They took down the... Uh, it's the draft house near me. I hope it's just to, like, renovate Fuck. it or something. But they took the marquee down. Like, they took the whole fucking sign down. And I was just like... No, <laughs> dude. Yeah, fucking tear, man. That, tear, man. You it, fucking. It killed me, dude. Like that was my neighborhood. Yeah, dude, you one. Got, yeah. Yeah, uh. you gotta pour one out for those homies, bro. Because, um, I know every time I drive by my AMC, I'm just like my heart hurts a little bit because I was there on almost on a weekly basis watching the newest shit. So we can chit chat about it here with you guys. And again, I don't know the next time we'll be in a movie theater. I know throughout um, the pandemic in 2020, we've spoken a great deal about movie theaters and their closings and their bankruptcies and what's next and all that stuff. But it really is um, a big part of American culture that has been kind of taken away because of this pandemic. And it is the movie going experience, you know, going to, to the movies um, with your kids or with a date, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and enjoying some popcorn, some soda, whatever else at the concessions and enjoying a good fucking movie in a nice, comfortable seat with a bunch of people who want to see, you know, some entertainment. And people can say, oh, concerts also. Yeah, concerts are cool. But, you know, at my age, I was kind of, I love music, but, you know, at times you, you kind of don't feel like going to concerts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the people, the smells, we all know a bunch of you dudes out there don't fucking wear deodorant, right? Um, <laughs> I but, mean, even, like, that's the thing, too. Even if you put on deodorant, you're there for, like, fucking hours, dude. And you're, like, yeah. fucking, you're, like, it's tough, dude. It's tough to, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but still, don't defend them, though. Oh, wear no. Deodorant. Yeah, no. Uh, put, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you got to go to the bathroom, put some more on. Like, fucking take the um, wall with you, dude. Like, if you- Yeah, dude. And, and leave your shirt on. No one wants to touch your sweaty fucking torso. <laughs> 
All right. Yeah, I'm too Gross. old to be fucking like punching dudes. Seriously, anymore. dude. I mean, I'll enjoy one or two punches there. Yeah, but um, but like yeah, but yeah. A movie going experience again. Like like I said, I was lucky enough to catch a concert right before they fucking stopped it. I caught Soulfly at the St. Vitus Bar in in. Uh, in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, a small little bar packed with people. I was right in the front in front of fucking Max Cavalera taking pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And that's cool and all, and that's a great experience. But that weekly theater outing yeah. was special, man. Yeah. Like, even if it was to see fucking The Turning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, even, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, even if it was to see some bullshit, I, I would always enjoy just going to the theaters, g- g- getting my concessions on point, you know, fucking sitting down, enjoying the trailers. Dude. You know, even, yeah. if it, even if a movie was shitty, I would just be like, you know what? At least I saw some good trailers, man. Yeah, because, like, part of it, like, it's the experience that we're missing. Like, you know, we get the movies now and that's great. Like, you know, of course, I we've said this before. I definitely want them streaming. Just put them out. I want it. But at the same time, like going to a movie meant you could get away. Like that's literally setting aside yes. like two hours for yourself out of the day. And like agreed. And, you know, yeah, sometimes you go with family and stuff. But like you and I, I know uh, most of the times we both went alone, you know, and like. When I went, it was like a, a Wednesday morning thing. I would go see whatever came out that weekend before I go see it that morning. And, you know, nobody's there except me and like the other yeah. matinee people. And it's just like, cool. That, you yeah. know, that's your, you, it was the reset button. Like it was the, it was the, okay, you're right. Like no matter how shitty it was, it was the, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm set for the week. Like I'm, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, you know like, what? Exactly. Like no matter how shitty the work week was or whatever is going on in your life, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go catch a flick, bro. Yeah, and you and 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 that made it and that made your life okay, if, even if it's just for the meantime. Yeah, you know, you knew you were gonna go chill. Even like I said, even if the movie was fucking trash, absolutely, you knew you you were gonna go chill in a movie theater for at least an hour and a half or so. You know, maybe have a good soda. That you can refill at all the time, you know, eat, yeah. a, eat a little popcorn, some candy or some shit, or sneak in some food. But you were there to chill out for a little bit. Yeah. Um. And, and and that was taken away from a lot of us who enjoyed that experience, myself included, as well as Tex. And again, it's like we're talking about movies coming out. For instance, like this Godzilla versus Kong would have been perfect for the movie theater. You know, yeah. just because of, of the spectacle of the monsters. But then, you know, we got King of the Monsters. Look how that went. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Like you, you, these these worst movies are harder to tolerate in streaming, if that makes any sense. You know, because like if it's a, if it's yeah. a bad, like if you and I saw the lodge in theaters, you know, we would have sat there. We would have been like, oh, my God. But then, you know, then you walk out and you forget it. The lodge at home. I, I had to watch like three different times. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrible. Again, please avoid it. Well, know. no, but that's like the plague. But that's what I mean. Like this, it, it's harder for like bad movies on streaming, you know, because like if, you, if you're streaming a movie and you're like 10 minutes in, you're like, this is trash. It's easy for you to click away and go do something else, you know, but like. Yeah, in theaters, you're there. Yeah, you're committed. You're in it to win it. Yeah, you're like, fuck it. Either, either like, 
you can walk away or like sometimes if the shit's crap out, let me eat my candy and shit. Let me take a little nap, you know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think somebody will wake me up when they're walking out of the movie. We've, so. uh, I've walked out of two movies in my life. Uh, the first was Patch Adams because it was sold it was sold in a different way than it was you know it was not about a funny clown man yeah. funny clown doctor yeah he's robin williams is not the funny clown doctor i remember walking out when he's got like a butterfly in his hand and it's like flying out i don't know what scene that is or when it takes place in the movie i just remember walking out at that point i was done. like fuck this shit <laughs> and then the second one it's with you and i uh that was actually the second movie i've ever walked out of uh remember it you know <laughs> which one was it i totally, I totally forgot dude is so it was barbershop three we went and saw oh it. dude yeah <laughs> we went and saw it on 420 crap. uh we won't talk about yeah. what we were doing that day but on uh, four twenty, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 we went inside and we were like, you because know, it's another one where the trailer makes you think it's gonna be this funny fucking movie. Dude, I thought it was gonna be fucking hilarious, yeah. but it became so dramatic <laughs> it was, because it focused on like Common's relationship and like you know, it was just like, <laughs> hey, give me the barbershop talk, yo, man. Like, no, but we needed more of the barbershop, dude. What I would give to be able to walk out of a movie again, you know. But but honestly, if if theaters do come back and we get them back, I'm never going to do that ever again. <laughs> I will never. cherish that fucking movie <laughs> yeah. until the end of the credits when the lights turn back yeah, on. No matter what it is, I'm sitting from beginning to literal end. You are absolutely right, Arturo. Like I, I'm treating every movie like a Marvel movie and sitting through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> word man but yeah folks um 2020 it was uh quite the shit man yeah i hope everybody got out of it um i hope you got out of but well i hope you got out of it you know honestly yeah like i hope you got out unscathed like i hope like i'll say that like i hope you know not that it's impossible but if you happen to like don't feel bad about it you did everything right you know and congratulations you know but yeah if you if you went through some rough shit then you know that's fine too you know you made it we're here you're listening to us right now we're, we're i know we're, yeah. we're sending off 2020 and now now we can look ahead to the year to come it's already looking better right we got it's it's, it's looking way better i do agree on that <laughs> yeah at, at least we got guaranteed content uh, at the end of the day, right? Like we've Godzilla. Listen, we've got- <laughs> I just know Halloween Kills is finally coming out. It better. It, there's if, no yo, like. Oh, oh my God! Tux, if it gets if pushed to like October 2022, <laughs> I am gonna fucking have the biggest titty attack ever. I uh yeah, like I think it'd be well earned at that point. Like then, if it gets pushed back another year, then don't come out. At that point, yeah, of like, like just, don't just, bother it. Just, just come don't. out straight on fucking DVD. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that that'll you know I'll, that'll be the end of that. Just don't come out. Like don't you, bother. You broke my heart. <laughs> you know. <laughs> don't fucking bother coming back. <laughs> Something you, like that. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe theaters will come back. We're sending them off this year because you know we had to. They, they did die out in 2020, but. Hopefully they can come back. It, you know, listen. 
I'm in New York, and who knows when that shit's going to open back up, man. But yeah. when it does, though, dude, I am going to be on that line for the AMC A-list membership <laughs> once again. <laughs> and they better not raise the price either. I don't want to see that any fucking price raises because you, you guys haven't fucking worked in a year. All right? <laughs> None of that bullshit. All right? You guys charge enough for concessions. You see? That's what I want. You see, I want to be mad about the popcorn price again, man. You know, honestly, you know? yeah, I'll I'll pay fucking ten dollars for popcorn. Are you kidding me? If like it here, means, let me sit down and watch this on a big ass screen. Please. Like like we just said, we're here the we're there for the experience. Fuck it, like just I'll do it up. I don't care. I'm. That's the thing. Like that is my big goal. If they open again, I'm never taking those things for granted. I'll always get a snack. I'll always fucking <laughs> I'll get there early and make sure to watch the pre like the commercials before the previews. You know, I'll fucking like I'll do it all. I don't care. Like Yeah. <sighs> um and with that said, it's true, folks. Um if you have theaters open, please support your local movie theater safely. Um as safe as you can. We don't want you guys getting sick out there. Yeah. But support them because you know it's hard to make money when you own a movie theater. Um, and I sh- and I sure can't wait for them to open up over here back in the East Coast and, and uh, here in the Northeast specifically. I know they're a bit more lax somewhere else. But um, and uh, and yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Um, it's been a wild year. 2020 was fucking crazy. At one point, we had no fucking clue what the hell we were going to talk to you guys about for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we did our final girl summer. We had some content during Halloween. You know, we had um, all the theatrical releases from, you know, G- January to March. I was lucky enough to see The Hunt. The Hunt was the last movie I saw in theaters. Oh. That was, that was it. At least it wasn't The Turning. Yeah. At least The Hunt was the last movie I saw in theaters. You know, The Hunt had some cool kills, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Listen, but I liked that Hillary Swag fight at the end. That shit was dope. Yeah, if we had a best fights yeah. category, it would have won it. Um, my, my last my last movie was Invisible Man, so I went out Perfect. on uh, on our best movie, best director, you and best performance winner. You went out on top, my man. Yeah. You like, went out on top. It's too bad I made you watch other shit throughout the year. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Thank you all for um, for sticking around. We appreciate you guys so much. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Um, we see you guys out there listening. It'd be cool if you guys can leave some reviews, um, if you guys uh, c- can leave some messages, some feedback. Um, we're always looking to improve and make sure you guys are entertained. Um, and as Tech said, we're looking – we're we're looking up this year, so it looks like we got some good shit to talk about with you guys. Um, we're very excited about that. Hopefully, we get those releases from last year. Yeah, and we can talk about it. Um, uh, what uh, what's coming up? Uh, is there anything big that's dropping on VOD um, well, coming up soon? Tech? So uh, we'll so for the buddies at home, we'll be on a bi weekly schedule from now on. As we learned from twenty twenty, you know we can't really predict content anymore. Like you can't you can't really rely on things coming out every week. So um, we're moving to bi weekly. So every two weeks we'll have an episode out and two episodes um, a month. Yeah, two episodes a month, but they'll, you know, we'll have we'll have the stuff to talk about because that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, coming up, we have a promising young woman just dropped, so you know we'll be checking that one out soon. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. I saw it on the Amazon. Th- you know what? 
I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, so we still have that to talk about. We have uh, we never did get a chance to see Train to Busan Peninsula, so that'll be on our list coming soon too. Um, mm. Yeah, totally forgot about that. One. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that's streaming. Uh, we have Godzilla versus Kong in March. We have uh, Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat movie in April. I believe that's what it was. April or nice. or or it may might have gotten moved to May, but either then we have a that fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League, like and you know it's all HBO Max. all in one <laughs> shot too, all in one shot in one yeah. four hour shot. It's not even like so news broke out that it's not a four part like miniseries anymore. It's just a four hour fucking movie dropping at one point. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, give it to me, baby. We're it, give it to me. It's an HBO Max release, so you're at home anyway. You're 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 gonna be sitting like fuck it right like I I I would you go see that in the theater for four hours or two would you yes <laughs> I think now right like because we've sat through- I think I would I mean I sat through the first one I sat through Dawn of Justice you know what I didn't see Justice League in theaters I don't think I saw that in theaters I did see Dawn of Justice in theaters I think did we uh, see that one together. Justice League? No, uh, Donna, Donna, Superman, Justice, Batman thing. No, th- no, we saw Infinity War together. Okay, we saw. Yeah, I yeah. know we saw one. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like we've gotten adjusted to three hours in the theater, but four. <laughs> you know what? That's the final frontier, right? Four hours. Yeah, but if it's you know what, I'm curious how much new content there is actually in the movie uh, because the movie itself is long. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. So really, only going to be like maybe an hour more of like additional stuff. You know, because shit, that's a lot though. It's still a lot, right? Like that's it's a, still a lot. Yeah, that's like, a whole. Yeah, fucking, you know what? Fuck it. As, as sign me up. That, I'll, I'll sit through the four hours. Yeah, cause that's a, like even like let's say minimum like hour and a half. Let's say because Justice League, let's say it was two and a half hours. If it's an hour and a half of new stuff, and that includes the stuff you extend, that includes like whole new scenes. That's like a that's, that's a, a whole movie, bro. That's a yeah. whole. You're right. That's a whole extra movie. That's a new story that we didn't get in the old one. So like, okay, you see, see, folks, we are yeah, we're gonna see. talk about a four hour movie with you guys at some point. We, I hope you're excited about that one. Yeah, and, and that's the stuff that's guaranteed, you know, because we have, you know, the, the the movie theaters are still trying to figure that shit out. Black Widow's probably going to get delayed again. Yeah, what fucking- the fuck is up with that shit? So, like, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't understand how a movie that was supposed to come out, was it last March or something? Last May? Yeah, it was It was like the end of March. It was, it was, it, it was the end of it March. It was supposed to be like the first big movie to kick off the movie season or something. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's delay. Like you wouldn't, you're not even gonna drop it like Wonder Woman. Honestly, like Disney Plus, I should have dropped Black Widow when when uh fucking uh, HBO Max was like, oh, we're dropping a uh, a Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, like, you know what? Fuck it. Here's Black Widow. Let's see what happens, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because uh, they did that for Soul. Soul, they just dropped. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about – we can talk about Soul in the future. So uh, expect that one. Yeah, we'll one. talk about Soul in the next episode for a little bit. Yeah. It's ex- a cool movie. Yeah, expect that one. But, you know, you can drop it on there for the $30. And I I don't know if I'd pay $30 for it. I don't know. No, but listen. Like Black Widow uh, – but the Wonder Woman was free, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
with the HBO Max subscription, I, why not like Marvel drop fucking Black Widow? Yeah, with the Disney I think I think that's the thing too. Like after after seeing Wonder Woman HBO Max, I'm like I'm kind of spoiled now. You know, like yeah, I, like just give me like don't make me pay extra. Cannot, listen, yeah. either the movie is absolute trash, and they're trying to make as much money back as they can by putting it in theaters, or it has something to do with. The story that they're trying to piece together now. Yeah, you you're right. Because because it would have been so, the start. I don't know. It would have been the start of like but the faith phase four it, or whatever. Exactly. But yeah. listen, like that was supposed to come out before Wandavision. Yeah, so now Wandavision. It seems like yeah. like yeah. Wandavision now is going to kick off the whole multiverse thing they're doing. I haven't seen it yet. But, oh yeah, um, see, uh, that's, from what I've heard, that's another one, Arturo. That's another thing. Yeah. And then yeah, we still got to talk about Mandalorian too with all of you. So it's like we have a lot. We have a lot of stuff scheduled and, you know, we'll be hitting you every two weeks with like uh, hopefully a good chunk of all of that taken care of, you know. Uh, so Yeah, absolutely. That way you guys can drive listening to us. You guys can fucking do whatever listening to us. But, but know that uh, at least you have a good chunk of content. Um, I know sometimes I'm a, an avid podcast listener, but I know sometimes I don't like those like 21 minute episodes or something like that. I'm like, come on, like, really? Like, you're going to have to, you're going to make me change the podcast. <laughs> Give me some more content, you know? Yeah. So um, we try and bring you guys some, you know, some good content so you guys can, you know, just, you know, listen to whenever you can. And we highly appreciate it once again. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Um we see, you know, the the podcast growing. We see the we see the community growing. Again, we appreciate any feedback. You can catch us on all the socials: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can drop us a line any moment for any feedback, any kind of critique. You know, we're grown. We'll take it. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you um, know, any, if- anything we can do better, anything we can talk about. Yeah, again, if there's, if there's uh, stuff you want to hear us talking about, we'll happily do it. You know, we'll happily, yeah, yeah we'll happily give something a look. Well, you know, whether movie, Fuck it. band, you know, whatever, we'll check it out. Yeah, and again, uh, I thank you for listening to us. This is the official Corefeed podcast, The Morgue, episode 54. With me always is Nick Valdez, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And as always, remember, it's a scary world out there. But we will walk you through it bit by bit, all right? Thank you to Dell for the artwork and Glenn for the music. Stay safe, guys. <laughs>